This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Do you know how we make roads? Asphalt, for instance, it's generally made of materials such as crushed rock. So we can make the roads out of materials that we have. And now that everyone is interested in going back to the moon and developing sites there, the question is, aren't they going to need roads to do that? And if they do, how are they going to build them? Well, you know what? There's a team that is working on that very question. Dr. Jens Gunster is the Director of Division Ceramic Processing and Biomaterials at Germany's Federal Institute for Materials Research and Testing and is with us now to tell us all about it. Dr. Gunster, thank you so much for being here. Hi. So how do you even start with something like this? You want to build a road on the moon. Where do you start? Yeah, that's a difficult question. So basically, as a researcher, you look what exists already and uh, there have been uh, experiments on melting lunar dust and uh, these experiments show that you can consolidate lunar dust to some material would say some glass and so our uh, our option and uh, mission was uh, to really um, ramp up a production of this uh, mold materials up to a scale where you can think of building infrastructure like roads or landing pads or even shelters so all those samples of moon dust that they've been bringing back, now we know why they're so useful. Yeah, actually, <laughs> we are not using moon dust for our experiments, uh, original moon dust, but you're right, they're very valuable to learn what is the composition and uh, what we use is a kind of substitute of that material which you can find on Earth. So tell me about your experiment then. What are, what are you doing? How's your work going? Yeah, so our... Uh, idea within the project was that we uh, scale up the laser melting process. Uh, we use the laser instead of uh, focused sunlight. That's simply out of convenience in a sense because you have clouds, you depend on the weather, and you need to collect a lot of energy. So we use a powerful laser, 1,000 watt laser power output. And uh, our idea was uh, to really run and focus it to, uh, into a large laser spot, 100 millimeter diameter. So this is generally uh, not done. You try to focus to a sharp spot, maybe to engrave something or to melt locally. But we just want to pave, we want to glaze a surface. So we use these large laser spots. Okay, and so is it working? And I guess then I wonder, how are you going to get this to the moon? Like, how big is this? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's an interesting point. So, Actually, it's working fine, let's say that, in the lab. So we, uh, large laser spot is good to uh, consolidate uh, deep layers of the material. You can easily imagine when you have a small laser spot, you just form a drop, something like a molten little pearl. But when you have a real fat melt pool, what I said about 100 millimeters diameter, then you will melt into the depths of the material. So we reached about 25 millimeters really solid material. The question to how to carry such equipment to the moon, that's, uh, of course, um, the second concern then. We think it will not be carried to the moon, so the laser uh, weighs tons, uh, and you need electronics and sophisticated um, installation. What we think of, and generally the community think of, is uh, 
you, uh, you concentrate sunlight to a spot and substitute the laser later on by sunlight. So it sounds like, from the way you're describing it then, this is possible, this is within reach to do something like this. Yeah, exactly. So the project was funded by the European Space Agency, and I mean, their belief in that idea to consolidate uh, lunar dust, so Regolith is uh, the umbrella name for that, and um, of course they believe uh, that they can carry such a lens to the moon, such a lens is not the clumsy optical lens, which you may imagine. So it's a ki- kind of a foil, which can be folded. It's a Fresnel lens type. So this means it's a structured foil. And this uh, can concentrate the light into a spot of what we said about uh, 50 or 100 millimeters. Now, Dr. Gunter, is there a lot of interest in this? Because it, there does seem to be a lot of interest in going back to the moon and building there, doesn't there? Exactly. And uh, now... Uh, people think uh, of staying for a longer time on the moon and also you, you think of that there are different nations may aim to go to the moon and travel to the moon and um, that's kind of, um, you want to avoid to contaminate equipment, especially maybe from neighbors or whatever. So you think about uh, how can you reduce the emission of dust when you, for example, land a rocket and you restart a rocket or you run a rover over the moon surface. Does it seem amazing that after all these years, like we're ramping up and talking about going back to the moon? Because for a long time, there was no interest in doing something like this. Yeah, that's that's true. It's uh, for me also surprising in a sense. So I'm more a material scientist and process scientist and not a really space scientist. But on the other hand, I can well understand this trend because um, space is uh, important for communication we have seen that in different events very recently, how important it is to have satellites to establish communication. And, I mean, from the moon, that's a kind of stationary platform. This is within reach. And also we dream of going to the Mars. And uh, this could be, this such a travel could start from moon. It absolutely could. I can see that happening. Well, thank you so much for your time and describing it to us this morning. Okay. My pleasure. So interesting. That's Dr. Jens Gunster, who's a director of Division Ceramic Processing and Biomaterials at Germany's Federal Institute for Materials Research and Testing. They are spending their time trying to figure out how to build roads on the moon, because yes, that's where we are at. It does remind me so much of the show, and I'm going to say it again. If you have not watched For All Mankind on Apple, you absolutely should. It is so good. 